Together, growing in faith, changing communities. Dear friends, today I would like us to look at the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 9, from verse 16 to verse 27. St. Paul argues and he says he preaches the gospel not so that he may boast, but he preaches the gospel so that he may make Jesus Christ known to everybody. There is an argument that he makes so beautifully. He says, I've become all things to all people, that I might be all to them and save some. St. Paul is able to say, I have given my life for God, to God, for the salvation of the world. He offers his life to God as a libation. And he says his preaching of the gospel has allowed him to become more attached to people, but above all, it has allowed him to become more in touch with his own life. And he argues, dear brothers and sisters, and he says, in becoming all things to all people, he has come to become a man of different seasons, if you want to call him that. And this is something absolutely interesting because St. John Paul II takes up the theme and he makes it his own motto. When he says, I became all things to all people in order to save them. What is it that I learn from such a phrase or a motto, both from St. Paul originally and then later on from St. John Paul II, uh, Pope John Paul the Great? One of the greatest things that I think we could learn, and I am also learning in my own life, is that there is absolutely no reason to boast for all the things that are going well in our lives. I have no reason to boast because all that I have and all that I am is a gift from God. That's number one. And once I know that all that I am and all that I have is a gift from God, I therefore become aware that I owe everything to God. I have no reason to boast. That should by itself lead us then to appreciate not only what we have, but also we should be led into helping those who are struggling in their own lives. Now, dear brothers and sisters, quite a number of people and organizations are very good at helping people materially, but very few are able to journey with people. Quite a number of people are willing to give money away in order that projects may be done. But very few are able to give of themselves, of their times. Well, I'm always reminded of a dear friend, Bishop Barry Wood. He always, when he preached, had a story. And one of the stories that he once gave, he says they were having breakfast. It was between a hen and a pig. And as the hen was having breakfast and boasting to the pig and says, you know what, you wouldn't be able to have this breakfast if I had not laid my eggs. You wouldn't be able to have this breakfast if I did not give something that was important to me. 
And the pig just continued to eat the egg and looked at the hen. And the, uh, the pig said, well, in as much as you are saying that, are you also aware that you will not have been able to have, uh, to have bacon, to have pork sausages, if I had not just given something of me, but if I had not given myself? And Bishop Barry always made a distinction that the other one gave something of itself while the other one gave the totality of itself. And one has a partial commitment and one has an absolute commitment. And that's something I think is important. I think one of the greatest things that I pick up from what Paul talks about is that not only do I identify with you in your own miseries, in your own frustrations, in your own difficulties, but I'm also willing and prepared to journey with you and to help you, if possible, for you to become better in whatever way. The other thing that I also find absolutely interesting, it is found in the Gospel of Luke, where Jesus Christ says, there is absolutely no need for you to notice a speck on your brother's eye while you yourself have a log in your own eye. There is absolutely no need to pick on your brother's faults, on your sister's mistakes, while you yourself live in blunder. And that is humbling. St. Paul says to the Corinthians towards the end, he says, it is absolutely useless for me to preach the gospel of God if at the end of it all, I myself will be disqualified. And I always say this, the first person I preach to is to myself. Every time I'm going out to preach, I have already preached to myself and I preach to myself every day. And I think that's an attitude that one can adopt in one's life. In as much as we're very good at correcting other people's mistakes, have I started with my own? Because once I start with my own mistakes, I will probably become more gentle. I will become more understanding, more kind, and I will know that everybody is fighting his or her own little demons. Dear brothers and sisters, quite a number of people are struggling in life. Quite a number of people are, stri are striving to become better. They know their mistakes. They know where they have failed. They do not need anyone else to remind them of how they have failed in life. Quite a number of people in life are willing to change some do not know how to change. So what is it that Jesus and St. Paul is inviting of us today? He's asking of us to become a ladder, as it were, so that they may rise and climb and reach their destination. That we are asked to become more understanding. We are asked to become more loving. We are asked to accompany each other as we strive to find God in our own lives. Once again, there's something else that St. Paul says in the book to the Corinthians. He says, all of us are in a race and we all want to compete. But he says, only one winner gets the prize. And that is an important phrase. Everybody is in a battle. Everybody is in a race. We all want something. And there's something here which is absolutely important. If only I can focus on my lane and just run the race 
standing or sitting or running. Just sit on your lane. Try and forget about someone else on a different lane. Because you yourself, I myself, have my own weaknesses, my own difficulties, my own struggles in life. And so there is absolutely no need to feel or to think that I am better than the rest. There is absolutely no need to make anyone else feel insignificant. St. Paul says we are all on a race and we are at a different stage of our race. The other thing that also he says, he says as an athlete, we need to discipline ourselves. We need to exercise self-control in everything that we do. And I think one of the greatest things that we need as human beings is self-control and exercise discipline of our tongues, of our minds, of our doings. What we say to other people, what we think of other people, even of our own selves. The last thing that he says to us, he says, I do not box as one beating the air. He says, I have a purpose. All that I do, I do because there is a purpose. And for St. Paul, it is important because he knows at the end of it all, he is accountable to God. And that's the same thing. At the end of each day, can I go back to God and say, I've achieved the purpose for today. But I cannot come to the end of the day unless I have begun my day with a purpose. One of the greatest uh, writers has said, every day when you wake up, you have to wake up and set goals. Even if it means two or three goals that you need to achieve on that day. And he says it only begins with that. Once you can set out those goals that have to be achieved on that day, and at the end of the day, you ask yourself, have I achieved it? And if you have, then you've succeeded. May the Queen, Virgin Mother of God, continue to pray with us and for us. And may Almighty God bless and protect us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.